Welcome to the Sports Family Podcast. If you talk sports, you are definitely family with us. You can look for any one of our podcasts on iTunes in the podcast section or on SoundCloud. Just go ahead and search the Sports Family and you'll have a list of them there. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Sports Fam. That's F-A-M. Have all the links there and we'll be glad to show you the love right back. There's something you said, Rudy, one time. You said he is, I, I think you were talking about him or somebody else, that he is the GOAT. He is the GOAT, yeah. Okay, M- Michael Jordan is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, but he's the GOAT spelled differently. You right. said this one time, I heard you on the radio, G-O-T-E, the greatest of this era. Greatest of that era. Of that era, okay. G- that's so, how I define Well, in this GOAT. case, LeBron's still playing, so you got to say G-O-T-E, the greatest of this era. Right, right. Why did you say it that way as he leads his team, <laughs> whatever is available, the Cleveland Cavaliers into the finals against the uh, Golden State Warriors for the fourth year in a row? Well, number one, the, the, first, reason I, the first reason I came up with that idea of, uh, of GOAT spelled differently is because, you know, this conversation about who's better, Michael, is it Kobe, is it LeBron, uh, this conversation about who the greatest of all time is has just gotten to a whole new level. And I appreciate that. As a basketball fan, as a sports fan, I do appreciate the banter, the back and forth, but it's just gotten to a ridiculous level and it's just become so convoluted and it makes the more you have this debate whether you're defending LeBron or you're defending Michael or Kobe or whoever you're de- whoever you're defending the more you realize that it's so unfair it really True. is it really is unfair True. and really misleading in a lot of cases to compare players from totally different generations and different eras you know you have rule changes you have different different uh, you have the, the game being played differently you have you even have people saying that they value things like rings like championship rings, mm. and go directly to Michael Jordan to validate the ring conversation. When in reality, you have plenty of guys that have you have other guys that have six rings. Bill Russell, and you have, yeah, Bill and you have Russell guys that have eleven. <laughs> right. So I mean, there, there's holes in that argument too. So after a while of just kind of going back and forth, I just started realizing, you know what? It's more accurate and it's more genuine. And really, you can have a, a better conversation and a better debate talking about players and what eras that they belong to. And so I started calling guys goats, but you were they were the greatest of that era greatest mm-hmm. of this era mm-hmm. whichever one whichever one applies and that's why i say jordan is a goat and i say lebron is a goat greatest of all time i mean yeah i, I jump into that conversation still i do but i just feel like when when you spell it g-o-t-e and you talk about the era instead of all time you can have a much more concise and a much more a much clearer pick and a more definitive pick for the goat uh, you know when you're talking about the era as opposed to the goat all time i hear you so is he the goat now you say yes so is he enough to win he's the finals this year against this golden state warriors listen he's hands down the goat he's the greatest of this era i've never seen a player like lebron i mean the last couple of years i've really like changed my tune on lebron because you know you just get older and you just get a little bit wiser and you start thinking about what do you appreciate versus what were you what did you fall in love with you know Mm -hmm. so i definitely think he's the greatest of this era hands down and in terms of him being him alone without any significant help, this being the, the, the least amount of talent that he's, that he's had on, on this Cavs team, on his team going into the finals, I just don't think that's going to be enough. You know, I just think that the Warriors just have too much firepower and they just have too much talent to offer, even if they don't have the strength and numbers like they've had for the last couple of years. They just have way too many players on the court. And LeBron is going to be like a shark surrounded by five dolphins. You know, and, and and if you do your research, I'm not just being yeah, – no, that's you. that five you. dolphins can kill you. a shark. Yeah, you know, you. if they just bump them with their noses all, all the time, you know. <laughs> Talk about the Splash Brothers, right? You know, they got five they got five dolphins out there. So I just don't think it's going to be enough firepower. It's too much firepower for LeBron. He just doesn't have any significant help, uh, not enough to get him through, you know, the gauntlet, which are the Golden State Warriors. 
especially when it took him 48 minutes. He played the entire game against Boston Celtics, game seven, right. so he can help him win. So that, I think he's drained out, and I think the same thing is going to happen in the series. Uh, Santi, what do you say? Yeah, I, mean, I just want to point out, you lost me with talking about goat, sharks, and dolphins. <laughs> <Right. but> I, <laughs> Got very animalistic just, on you. Yeah, four years in a row, the Warriors made in the finals. That's more times than Rudy had to repeat the 12th grade. So that's <laughs> I, just want I was only 21. I was only 21 when I graduated. Because you were spelling goat wrong. Because I was spelling goat wrong. Exactly. That's what you get for spelling goat wrong. But here's the thing. So, so one – I get it. LeBron James is great. It's just so hard for me to have a conversation with him being as great or in the conversation with guys like Michael Jordan and Bill Russell. For one, if LeBron James is the great of this, of this era, which I think talent-wise he is, but LeBron James in this era will not end the era with the most championships. There's a, It's highly likely that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are going to have more rings during the 20-year span that LeBron James played in the NBA. So for me right there, there's one. It's what We can say LeBron James is the greatest talent that this, you know, this era has seen, but when you start putting him in the conversation of the greatest player, I think you have to dead that conversation. And I think you can have that conversation based on accomplishments. And LeBron just doesn't – his accomplishments pale in comparison to the totality of what Jordan did. One of the big things I always say is Jordan was an 11-time first-team All-NBA defensive player and a six-time MVP. That means for 11 years he was the best defender at his position, and we know he was the best offensive player. He was the MVP. But defense is played differently now, though. That's one of the things – that's one of the holes in, 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 the, uh, in the debate when you start going back and forth between guys in different generations. Defense itself is played completely differently now. How do we know that, that if, if uh, the defensive rules weren't the same for Jordan and the, the way they were for uh, in Jordan in the 80s and the 90s, if they were like that now, how do we know that LeBron wouldn't be a, a, a great defender himself? Well, I know one thing hasn't changed. They still have voted on first-team All-NBA every year, and LeBron James has made that list one time. So whether defensive schemes have changed, every at the end of every year they still vote on who is the best player at their position defensively, and LeBron James just hasn't been that. I think LeBron James is the greatest since Michael Jordan. But you can't – I don't even think you can compare the two. I, I'm enjoying watching LeBron James playing at his level. But I also think LeBron James has been a master at crafting the narrative. LeBron James has put himself in a position year after year where he has subpar talent. And at a certain point, you have to take that into consideration. One thing Michael Jordan never got into the conversation, Michael Jordan was never ever a person who you thought was making personnel decisions. We can say LeBron James, many of the personnel decisions that have been made on LeBron James' teams over the past 10 years have been directly influenced by LeBron James. True. So LeBron James, I respect his basketball talent, and I even respect his basketball acumen as a uh, – I used to think LeBron James was all power and, and no brains, but LeBron James is a smart basketball player. But I think I, – I, I like the greatest of this era because you can eliminate the conversation. LeBron James is not a great – as great of a basketball player as Michael Jordan. It's just not the case. But I do think that LeBron James has done things that we've never seen. He, his longevity will be unlike any superstar in any sport ever, except for maybe Tom Brady. But LeBron James, I think, is probably going to play for another five years. And at the end of his career, he'll have every major record across the entire sport. And so LeBron James will be seen as statistically the most dominant player over a 20-year span. But when it comes down to it, if you wanted to win a game seven, would any of you all take LeBron James over Michael Jordan? Uh, for a game seven, no. I probably wouldn't do that because because I, I, I just I just have too many 
I have too many visions of uh, of Michael, you know, doing it in, in clutch moments. Even though Michael never had to go to a game seven, so that's kind of that's kind of a point against him, but also a point for him because he never actually had to let it get that's to true. that point. Um, but but you know you know the the first thing I want to say though, Santi, and I mean I want you guys to chime in on this too because no. I ask my friends this all the time. You know, are championship rings really as valuable as we make them out to be? There's there's number one number one. We what I mentioned earlier rings so true all the time. People always talk about rings and they always point to the number six, but nobody ever takes into consider into consideration Bill Russell. And when they do, then they want to use the defense that oh, it was a different time and basketball was different. Well, if you can apply it back then to to be able to to give Michael Jordan the the crown of goat, why can't you apply it now to give somebody like Kobe or somebody like LeBron the the uh, the title of goat? I just feel like people pick and choose when it comes to the ring conversation. Furthermore. I don't. I personally don't value rings the way that I used to because I know one thing for a fact, and I'll take this. I'll take this as a. a this is an example I use all the time. If Russell Westbrook wins one ring in Oklahoma, that one ring is going to be way more valuable than Kevin Durant's multiple rings in Golden State because because Kevin Durant ran to his nemesis to take cover with them, and and uh, and Russell Westbrook chose you know for whatever reason did not. And so if, if Russell Westbrook wins, so. if Russell Westbrook wins one ring in Oklahoma, that's going to be way more valuable in, in terms of in terms of of you know um, this idea of like something being special. You know, if a ring is so special, that one ring that Russell gets in Oklahoma City is going to be greater than the multiple rings KD gets because of the way that it was attained. You know, so I I I, I really so, then, so that the that case, lets me then LeBron James has only one ring. But but see, but that lets me know. But that but again though that, again though that lets me know that this idea of greatness really lies in how we feel about a player. Mm-hmm. And this is, my, mm-hmm. this is the crux of my, my, uh, my argument. When we talk about greatness, there's a reason why Floyd Mayweather doesn't call himself the greatest. He went out of his way to create a new acronym, a more fitting acronym, TBE, the best ever. The greatest will always be Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Yeah. Because why? Not because the record, not because he was the best, but because the people love him. Mm-hmm. And nobody can take that away from him ever, ever. It doesn't matter if a guy goes a million and oh. They will always, they'll always, so, so Michael Jordan came in and Michael Jordan had the light shined on him at a perfect time when commercialism and sports finally merged and became the marriage and, and, and the business that we all see and love today that guys like Kobe and LeBron and T-Mac and Penny Hardaway, they all benefited from what Michael Jordan started. And that Penny was Hardaway, the, where'd, they, where'd that come well, from? Well, you know, <laughs> the, the, remember the pennies? Yeah. Remember the pennies? Yeah, true. He, he, had his, he had his own I commercial, do. all that stuff, right? They the all, bobblehead? they all benefited from, from the, the, the romantic, the, the romanticized relationship that we all share with Michael Jordan because we saw him merge sports and commercialism and therefore he became the God. Then he has the Jordans. And, and he has, and his, you know, the shoes, the culture, the, mm-hmm. the, the, everything cool that is, that we know about basketball came from Jordan and the way that he was placed in a place to shine in that, in that, that particular way. So we're all going to give him the crown. Now everything for the people know. was cool for Michael Jordan, but it was the guy, the jersey I'm wearing right now. Right. AI, Allen Iverson, that made it cool for the rest of the NBA to express themselves right. and not dress, come to the games in suits or whatever. Just and who to does he credit? Yourself. Well, he Michael, credits Michael Jordan. Exactly. You know, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But Rudy, if, if that's the case, wouldn't LeBron James have a – he has a larger toolbox at his disposal than Michael Jordan did with social media, with the way that athletes are allowed to market themselves. LeBron James is a mogul in a way that Michael Jordan – you know, he started as, but LeBron James, globalization, he's had the opportunity to become a mogul in a way that Michael hasn't even been able to. So I, I think rings aren't the 
everything because you look at a guy like Robert Ory who has, I think he has eight rings or seven rings. But when you're talking about the cream of the crop, rings are the difference maker. When you have a guy like LeBron James and Michael Jordan, who both of them are two of the greatest talents, statistically both of them hold a crazy amount of records, that's when rings become the difference maker in who was able to actually win more. And so for me, I'm not, I, I don't blindly say that if a player has the most rings, that player is the best. We know that Bill Russell wasn't as good of a talent as LeBron James. It's just a fact. Bill Russell was great defensively, but no one would have told you that Bill Russell was the guy that the Celtics relied upon on offense, and he was an MVP doing everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. We know LeBron James is that kind of player, and so is Michael Jordan. So when you have two, when you get to the cream of the crop, you have to start figuring out how to sort players. And I think the difference maker for me is the fact that Michael Jordan was able to win six championships and never lose. And there's something that LeBron James didn't have early on in his career. And even, you know, people forget when LeBron James lost to the San Antonio Spurs, he left Miami. So it wasn't like LeBron James, he left a losing team that probably should have won more championships. That's something that we just never saw Michael Jordan. He never had to go somewhere else, win, have some success there, and then another team figure him out. And he has to go to another place. I want I want to point this out because first first thing first thing I want to point out is when you mentioned um, the platform that LeBron had in order to make himself a, a bigger mogul or or to to kind of surpass Michael Jordan. Um, I want to say something. I want to say that that number one number one I'm gonna just use the the the, the Muhammad Ali uh, argument, and that's that nobody will ever give Michael uh, anybody other than Michael Jordan the crown of the greatest because people have just become so enamored with him. I don't even think that that's an option. I don't even think that people will somebody will be able to come along and even put themselves on the same platform as Jordan because you know once you're the first you're the first and and everything else is every you're the standard and everything else is just an emulation and a copy of what you are so I, I don't even think well, that Michael that's, Jordan wasn't the first player to ever play basketball no he wasn't the first one to ever play basketball but that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about the emergence of sports and commercialism and therefore people being fed what the fed these ideas of what basketball was and for the entire 80s and 90s when 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 those two things merged sports and commercialism th they painted the picture of Michael Jordan that that's i mean that's just cuz he just, was winning cuz he was winning championships it sure. wasn't just that they like created this sort of like mythos or this legend of Michael Jordan. Well, well the but he didn't, he didn't why win his the legend worked because he was winning. But he didn't win his first championship until '91, and he was already being painted as this guy in the '80s. I mean, before he even won his first championship, a lot of people were already calling. It wasn't uncommon to hear him being referred to as the greatest player ever because because he was already he was already being painted this way. Well, that's sort of like LeBron. He was already King James but, once he came well, out of high but, school. But, exactly. No, 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 no. But hold on a second. That's exactly my point. When you talk about LeBron James, another element of his greatness. Is is the fact that he came in with a sort of pressure that you would be hard-pressed, and I dare you to find another player that was labeled the king and school. have to live up to it coming out of high school and actually mm -hmm. lived up to it and in a lot of ways surpassed it and never and never fell apart, never crumbled, was looked, was looked at as a veteran, acted as a veteran, played as a veteran. People turned to him like he was the leader of the team from a, such a young age, and, and to, have, to be labeled the king? Out of high school, so eighteen years old. So what's harder, I mean, that's though? a type. That's I a type of pressure that, that you'll never what's see. What's harder? It, is it harder for someone who has? Because okay, so if he was labeled the king, that means he was given every opportunity to succeed. I don't know. I just read somewhere it said LeBron James, over the course of his fifteen-year career, has spent a million dollars on his body since eighth grade. LeBron James has been groomed to be the king. So I want to know what's harder: 
for you to be labeled the king and you be given every opportunity to succeed or you to be or for you to be a guy like Michael Jordan who no one really was unheralded coming out of North Carolina because no one really knew the talent level was there because of the coach. So I, I don't know. To me, that's not an argument for LeBron. Okay, yes, he had a lot of pressure, but with that pressure, LeBron had a tremendous support system. Everyone wanted him to succeed. The league wanted him to succeed but he because did, they knew that there was a gap in LeBron James from Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan. But he so did succeed. That, he did I, succeed, though. He, he accomplished it. And a lot of right, people wanted I, him to fail. The, the league wanted him to succeed. Job. But a lot of people wanted him to fail. And that, like you said, that pressure that it put on him, Look at all the minutes that he's played. Me and Rudy were talking about this earlier. The minutes that he had to go through, yeah, look, okay, eight consecutive finals. That's crazy. That's a crazy record. That's good for him. But eight consecutive finals, that extra basketball that people stop at game 82, he went on to play. And how my dad pointed out, 48 minutes in game seven with Boston the other day, he played 48 minutes. Go back and look how many times he played 48 minutes. And eight consecutive finals he went to. And then he also in the summer when you have when everyone has a break that made the playoffs or made the finals, he had to play in two Olympics and he helped Team USA get gold. So he was constantly playing basketball, wearing and tearing on his body, and that's where that millions of dollars went to into his body to keep on doing what he's doing now and playing those long hard minutes. When you say it like so that, think, it sounds like a small no. investment. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, but I'm saying, but so that's proving my point as well. As Michael Jordan, I don't people don't notice. Nine years in a row, Michael Jordan played 82 games. So both Michael Jordan and LeBron James had an unprecedented, inhuman, superhuman level of durability that we'll probably never see again. So that's the thing. When both these players have so many similarities and different ways, but the same level of talent and skill, something has to be the difference maker. And for me, the difference maker is the fact that Michael Jordan was able to win six rings and LeBron James is about to lose his sixth NBA final. So I'm not taking anything away from LeBron James. Again, really similar. A couple of years ago, I would have probably given you a different sort of idea of what I thought about LeBron James. He's great. He's doing I don't ever want to hear Kevin Durant and LeBron James be put in the same sentence. If LeBron James had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson flanking him, this game, I don't care if Andre Iguodala would have got injured in game one. They would have swept the Rockets. So I don't, I don't think Kevin Durant is even on par. But what I'm saying is that LeBron James and Michael Jordan have so many similarities. Both of them have durability, talent level. But the thing, the difference maker, not the sole reason for, but the difference maker is the championships that Michael Jordan had. Because you have to figure out a way to find out the difference. And I think, to me, the rings are. And, you know, just to add a little bit from what all you guys are saying here, the reason there's always an argument when – it comes to Michael Jordan and LeBron James, or for that matter, even if you throw in, you know, Kobe, and there you go way back to Bill Russell. Back in the day in the 70s and 80s, when you watched the game, you watched the great finals run, playoffs in the finals run, the conversation was within the living room, within your friends and family, and that's all it stood. It just sat there, and that was it. There was no more conversation, or there was no comparison, excuse me, no comparison. Social media has made comparisons so wide open that the second Rudy tweets that he thinks so-and-so is better than so-and-so, next thing you're doing is you're seeing retweets, you're seeing likes, you're seeing arguments, because sports is other than politics, which I don't get into, but other than politics, sports is one of the most arguable uh, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, subjects available pretty right. much when it comes down to it. Yep. I've been so, there. So with all that being said, <laughs> that's the reason why now it always comes down to, well, Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. Yeah, well, how many rings does he have? The, the Niners are better than the Raiders, or the Raiders are better than 
the night is, yeah, well, how many championship rings do they right. have? Or how many, you know, Vince Lombardi trophies? That it's, it's all about who shines bigger now in the social media because everyone wants to come out on top and be the last tweet. Right. They want to be the last comment on Instagram. They want to be the last comment on Facebook to say that, ha, I was right. Drop the Everybody mic. wants to be right exactly what, and drop the mic to say that. So that's the reason why it has allowed us to argue so much about who's better than who. We go back to the 80s and 90s, and this argument wouldn't even be happening other than if you are, I wouldn't say an argument, but conversating with your uncle, your dad, your grandpa, and that's pretty much where it went, or if you had any friends yeah, come over. Right. Social media is the one that has glorified the rings, the trophies, the ribbons, and the wins. Because other than you know, other than that, it's really no argument. Interesting, you know, and and I want to I want to just touch on I want to touch on on that real quick, Vic, because you're talking about social media, which leads to people having these big blanket um, statements, these mic dropping statements, mm -hmm. and what ends up happening is that people forget about nuance, people right. forget about small details, and and Santi. You mentioned a, a difference maker, how the rings are the difference maker. I, you know, I, I, I stated earlier how I don't know, I no longer look at the rings as, uh, as the, the, the hands down mic dropping moment. I actually look at one of the nuances that I've, I've really, you know, started to appreciate about LeBron James as the difference maker. And that is that when you look at the places that LeBron has left, when LeBron leaves your team, your team is broken. When LeBron arrives to your team, your team is a contender immediately. And one of the things that I always look at is the fact that when Michael Jordan left his team after the first three-peat, that Bulls team went on to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. Without him. They were able to, they were able to, to, to continue their run to a certain extent, get there, get to, the get to the Final Four, so to speak, and they weren't able to do it without Jordan. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if Jordan was there, it would be a different story. But, but when LeBron leaves the Cavs the first time, they go back to the first pick in the draft. When, when, LeBron, goes, when LeBron goes to Miami – they're not a playoff team necessarily, you know, and I'm not saying that he alone turned them into a playoff team, but he was the clear leader on a team that went from being a 40-win team to an instant contender. Then he leaves Miami and goes back to a, 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 a garbage a, a dumpster <laughs> fire like Cleveland and brings them right back to the championship, you know, right back to, to, to the, into contention, immediate, immediate contention. Mm -hmm. That is something that I cannot overlook. And for that reason, not only do I call LeBron the GOAT, greatest of this era, but I also call him the best, you know, basketball mind and leader on the court. You know, guys, clipboards aside, leaders and basketball minds on the court that I've ever seen because his impact going into an organization or leaving one is completely undeniable, completely. But Rudy, you're talking about details, and you're missing, like, some tremendous details to your argument. One, the reason why LeBron James had to leave is because he lost. So it's not like LeBron James won these championships and then was like, cool, I'm winning, and so I'm going to go over here and win. Like that, that argument doesn't make a lot of sense when you when you factor in the fact that LeBron James left Miami because he couldn't beat the Spurs with that team. So, he, yeah, you're right. Miami was never the same. Of course, you're not going to be the same when you have one of the best players on your team leave. But he left because he lost. It wasn't like LeBron James won his last year in Miami. And then when you look at Cleveland, of course, LeBron James, I agree. LeBron James is a walking title contender. But it's not like there weren't moves made. You know, that was the same year, that offseason, they also traded Andrew Wiggins, who hasn't really ever amounted to the hype of the number one overall pick for Kevin Love. And then a couple months later, that's when they traded a couple of nobodies for J.R. Smith 
and for Amon Shumpert and Kyle. So you, you got to look at, like you said, the details of it. Definitely LeBron James brings your team into title contention. But it wasn't just as if LeBron James won over here, and then when he was done winning, he went over here and started winning. It, it's, it's not that simple. But I hear what you're saying, that LeBron James on any team in the NBA, that team was exponentially better. Why is there such a discrepancy, though, when it comes to a player wanting to leave or a player getting kicked out or a player getting traded? Like, if a player gets traded, what do most fans say? Oh, well, forget him. We don't need him anyways. You know, I hope he gets hurt, blah, blah, blah. They boo him. They boo him. Or if he gets pushed out, oh, well, I mean, he didn't want to be here anyways. They don't know the full story, so they're automatically blaming him. Social but media. When he, but when he chooses to leave – for whatever opportunity, better schooling for his kids, a better better housing, better whatever the case may be. More money. More money. More money yeah. <laughs> Business-wise, like Kevin Durant coming here to right. Silicon Valley, whatever the case may be to make a better life for himself and his family, people want to step on him for that and downgrade and shame him for doing that when he's just trying to do what's best for him. For people that love their job, love what they do and all that, if someone comes and offers you over $200 million to go over here, well, not $200 million, but two, three million more than what yeah. you're making, pfft, Peace. I'm out. There's no, yeah, I think like there's no. That's what people forget. There's no. There's no longer any loyalty in sports. Right. That's the no. thing. It all. It's a business first, and it's money first. That's why I'm in sports management, and I'm not in sports fanatics. Right. That's my thing. The business side of sports. So when a player does what's best for him, he's booed. He's hated. But when he's kicked out or traded. Oh well, forget him now. I hope he gets hurt. Boo! He's not part of us. But see, you better well, hope you better hope that people don't get as smart as you, though, because otherwise there won't be that much money being flown, being pushed into sports. Because it's the fanatics who take this. You know, those of us who it's get true. caught up sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'll put my, I'll gladly oh, put I'm myself. Still a fanatic, I'll right? gladly, yeah. I will gladly put myself in that in that group. I know sometimes I, I can't go to sleep when the Dodgers game seven, 2017 World Series. I know. I, you, you didn't talk to me for a I, while. I, can, after I didn't they talk lost to World Series. Vic, I didn't talk to anybody for 36 hours. I kicked them out of my house. <laughs> no, yo, I I kicked them I out of my house. Seven. I kicked them out of my house, and I watched the replays over and over again, thinking that something different would happen. And by the way, everything my son just said, that also happens in radio, because me and Santi went through that when Rudy left us. I know it's not too soon. Yeah. I know it's not too soon. Flex All right. dropping bombs right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm still recovering. No, but yeah. Wowzers. I, I was to like, go there. I was going to tiptoe. I thought I was going to tiptoe through that yeah, whole minefield. No, I was going to trip you. I don't care where you were tiptoeing. I was going to trip you. Hey, he just said it right now man sports management man if somebody <laughs> offers you two or three million dollars which they didn't but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but i could keep but the nah, i never i could keep I the lights on LeBron i could keep the lights on yeah nah you're right lebron i never yet yeah, players should have the they do have the freedom to leave and come as they please i think that's totally yeah for for, for fan bases and coaches and specifically for owners and gms i think it's mad inappropriate to get upset when a player decides to leave nah, this is very true well, this pretty much wraps up another podcast yes. before we actually get to the actual 2018 NBA Finals. But this one right here, we can pretty much label it uh, LeBron James. Is he the GOAT or is he the GOAT? <laughs> it depends on how you spell it, how it really comes out. This is a debate. This is an argument. This is a conversation, however you want to label it. That can go on forever and, and ever it will. and ever because once LeBron is gone, there's going to be another player that's going to show up, and guess what? He's going to be in that same conversation. Right. Oh, well, he's not the greatest because he wasn't as good as LeBron. What do you mean, LeBron? What about Michael Jordan? Who's Michael Jordan? Oh. It, 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 it's going to happen. If that ain't happen, It's, it's going to happen. Bro. Oh, my. Gonna, it's, it's just going to happen. You're Who gonna raised get, you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know. Like, Look at your shoes. Look at that what, guy right? on your shoes. Right, exactly. So, anyway, this conversation can go on forever and ever, but I really appreciate you guys uh when it comes down to this so 
Again, it's a sports family podcast. You can always find any one of our podcasts. They're available on iTunes in the podcast section, also on SoundCloud. Just search under the sports family. You'll find a plethora of them there. And now, as you can see, you're going to get a lot of uh, three amigos on this one because we still got to talk about the NBA Finals, and you will get it on the next podcast. That I can promise you. It is coming up next. Please tell a friend. Tell somebody. You can also jump on Twitter. We have the links there at the sports fan. That's the sports F-A-M. And we'll show you the love right back. Again, if you talk sports, you're definitely family with us. And we thank you so much for listening to the sports family.